here is what I want to talk to you about. As I showed you Star Trek, you watched some Star Trek. I thoroughly enjoyed watching Star Trek. And I believe you've not gone on to watch anymore because you're a liar and a waste of my life. I haven't watched anymore, but I'm going to get around to it. But I'm going to start at the beginning. But we have been making. Maybe not William Shatner's beginning. Maybe the the other beginning. Like Patrick Stewart's beginning. I don't know if I can be bothered going all the way to Shatner. That's fair. Is it important? Hmm. It's, there's a movie there, though, right? Should I watch the movie? Do you think there's just one movie in between? Because there's three seasons of that, and then there's six of the original series movies, and then there's three, four of the uh, like the Picard movies. I'm going to put this one on mic. Let's do it. You made me watch Star Trek. Thoroughly enjoyed it. We'll yeah. watch around more. There's a blind man in the Star Trek universe. Jordy LaForge. Yeah, he's wearing a hairband. A, a visor. visor. And for reasons that Gav couldn't explain to me, they don't give him robot eyes. They do later on. I told you this. I told you later on they give him robot eyes. They should have done it at the beginning, but shouldn't they? In, in the seasons of Star Trek and the first movie, he has the visor. Then after that, he gets robot eyes. Two reasons. <laughs> the actor didn't want to wear the visor anymore because honestly, he couldn't see quite well out of the visor, which makes the whole thing ironically beautiful. And two, it's cooler to give him robot eyes. He has, like, there's a scene in First Contact where he's, you can watch his eyes zoom in. Whoa, do they <laughs> pop out of his head? No, no that would have been great. They just <laughs> Telescope twist. eyes. They just twist and look in. Okay. But... We did watch some good Star Trek. I we, thoroughly enjoyed but it. But here's the thing. We have been making this podcast for like four years at mm-hmm. this point. Mm-hmm. And you have lambasted me and mocked me. You as well, you little prick over there. <laughs> mocked me for my Star Trek. And you've been like, oh, you're not talking about Star Trek. Even my own girlfriend hates me for talking about Star Trek. Yeah. But you watched it. Yeah. And you liked it. Yeah. So fuck you. But guess what? <laughs> what? I'm not a little fucking dweeb like you are. <laughs> yes, you are. No, I'm not. You're more of a dweeb than I am. I'll be honest. I'll be, I will be 100% honest. I did enjoy that night watching Star Trek. Mm-hmm. I can't remember much of it. We, we were quite drunk. I remember enjoying it. Yeah. But it may have been the beer that I enjoyed. What would you say you enjoyed more when we watched those three episodes of Star Trek or let me watch Puss in Boots afterwards? I remember Puss in Boots afterwards. <laughs> Puss in Boots afterwards was fucking dynamite. How good was Puss in Boots, Gav? I liked Puss in Boots. Right? It was good. It's it was, film holes up. It was fun. I didn't like the way the egg looked. Was that Galifianakis? Yeah. Bruce Willis did the mocap for that. It's meandering movies. It's meandering movies. It's meandering movies. So won't you lend an ear? Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Meandering Movie Podcast, where we like to talk about movies, films, uh, cinema, TV shows, video TV games, TV shows, video games, screeners, uh, your local supermarket, Aldi. Well, mine's Little. Oh. We're not doing this again, though. <laughs> little sucks. Little's better than Aldi. It absolutely We're not doing isn't. this again. Okay. So Iceland's uh, the worst. No farm foods. <laughs> this week, we are going to be discussing... Uh, we've got a fun little topic today. Uh, and if this is someone's first episode, wouldn't you like to know who we are? Oh, hello, guys. Yeah, if this is your first... We're too big to fail, Gav. <laughs> We're too big to fail. I'm Gary, your main host. Today, as always, I'm joined by... On my left, the very ever silent and moody. You know, you do, you introduce yourself now. Hello. I, I, no, I don't want to introduce myself. <laughs> He's audio boy. And what across up? from me, I am the succulent bit of flesh 
flopping over your trousers, Gavin Stewart. I leave his in and cut yours out. <laughs> that was terrible. Uh, that was yeah, a little bit of flesh. <laughs> this week, uh, Gav, you came up with a topic that you wanted to discuss. I mean, let's be honest. I come up with all of the topics. Pretty sure, I came up with a topic just today. <laughs> we will record that in two years from now. I bet. <laughs> Do you want to do you want to introduce your topic, or do you want me? Shall I do it? Or do you uh, want to do it? I'll introduce, I'll take it. I'll take the reins from you now. I'm now um, whipping the horse with the the reins. In this episode, we're going to fix one, perhaps two franchises. Minimum one. Minimum one. Hopefully, <laughs> minimum one. Uh, the recently, not recently, but somewhat recently announced that 2021. They, the film came out. No, look, oh, was, they announced. The, the film came Sorry, out. I'm treading on your toes. Yeah, you are. No, you usually do. Um, ow. They announced. Get off my toes. Sorry. Uh, recently they announced. Somewhat recently they announced that they are gonna not... Get... Stop. <laughs> I'm going to cut all of you out. They somewhat recently announced... That if you cut are... all of me out, you're just going to sound like a maniac stumbling <laughs> over yourself. <laughs> That's what I sound like anyway. <laughs> they somewhat recently announced that for the Fantastic Beasts franchise, they're binning it. In the bin, They're, they've decided they're not going mm. to continue making mm. them. What a surprise! What, uh, what a what a what a who saw that coming? I eh? can't. Who, <laughs> maybe who thought, who thought the last three Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find the Movies were utter dog shit? Here, here's what I'm going to say. Actually, sorry, the last two uh, with mm, one very. Well, this is what I'm going to say because what was it? 2000. Eight or something when the first one came out. When did the fucking, was it? I don't. It was a it long. Gotta be 2008. <laughs> it was too long ago. 2014. I think it was 2014. That's almost double the... 2060. <laughs> wow, okay. God, I used to be good at this, and then I turned old. Uh, in 2016, they released Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Yeah. I saw that movie in the cinema with friends. They were like, oh, that was good. I liked it. And I turned around and said, that was rubbish. Mm-hmm. They need to stop doing these already. And I, after seeing that movie, distinctly remember coming out and being like, that was very middling. I liked half of it, which we'll get into, mm-hmm. and the other half, why? Rubbish. What on earth was any of that to do they with They then anything? proceeded to make two more. In 2018, and then a four-year gap into 2022. COVID obviously affected the, uh, the, the, the third the one. Two year but with schedule. each subsequent movie, they got even worse. You and I recorded an episode for the second one, but never released it, because we're just like... It was it was a full hour. It was an hour and a bit of us just ragging, we and we listened back to it. it. We listened back to it, and it was like this, this is isn't even fun. This is just this is like it's, yeah. it's actually just damning, and it's and I think it's because we weren't even. I think neither of us were in a place of like oh like let's try and save it. Let's try and talk about it. And, and we're ragging a little bit. It just had no redeeming qualities. <laughs> it was, it's the first episode, second episode, I think, we've ever had to bin. Because we're just like, this is, it's, it's too cruel and vicious. It wasn't a joy to listen to. And then to. we never talked about- We didn't spark joy like Mary Kondo into the hearts of our listeners that episode. What are you talking about? Marie Kondo? She sparks joy? Who's Marie Kondo? She's a cleaner. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> she cleans. Have you never heard of this? No. Marie Kondo, she sparks joys. If you, if it, you take something, uh, does this spark joy? No. Get fucking rid of it. <laughs> you just, okay. That's how you do it. But what about this? Does this spark joy? No. Stop throwing things away. In the bin. I don't, right, okay. Don't know what any of that is. See this? Nope. We're not throwing a glass of water. Does this spark joy? Yes, it sparks so much joy in my life. I love that glass of water that you're drinking from. 
So yeah, they came out with uh, the Secrets of Dumbledore's Army or something last year. Uh, no, wait, I've got the names. I just looked them up. Uh, we had starting off with Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. That was the first one in the the new trilogy. I think it was going to be five films altogether. For the, for the remainder of this podcast, we will refer to the new trilogy as the new trill. N-U-T-R-I-L. Okay. With a hyphen. The new trill. New trills. Uh, that was 2016. Then it was the Fantastic Beasts, Crimes of Grindelwald. Crimes of Grindelwald. 2018. And the most recent, Secrets of Dumbledore. Fantastic Beasts, Secrets of Dumbledore. Yeah, and I... You saw it in the cinema. I watched it on, like, on streaming. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we talked about it. And we realised... You could have made that franchise work, uh, or you could have not done what you did do, <laughs> and there's multiple other films that would have been far more interesting and fun and exciting to do, and so we're now going to, one, talk about why the franchise failed, mm-hmm. then we're going to fix it, and then we're going to give you better I- movie ideas so you can make those after we've helped you fix your dead in the bin franchise. Warner Brothers, CEOs, we know you listen to this podcast. Oh, yes. We know you troll the uh, the Meandering Movie Podcast, listening out for hot nuggets and ideas. <laughs> it's like, when so are they going to talk about our movies? Here's, here's a couple for you. Here's a... Idea number one, put Black Adam in the Fantastic Beast movies. <laughs> <laughs> How about this? The Wizarding World fights the Justice League. Yeah. There you go. There's number Harry one. Harry Potter versus the Green Lantern. And it's Ryan Reynolds' Green Lantern. It's funny, as like as much as I do enjoy the Harry Potter universe. Mm. It's more... Sorry, I, I said that, <laughs> and I'll be honest. And then you thought Hannah, back at well, it. Well, Hannah doesn't listen to these episodes. I'm not... I, it's fine. I read those books as a kid, yeah. and then I grew up. And I realized that the books that were written for children are for children, and they're fine. Mm. They, they they held a very special place in my heart when I was 9, 10, 11, 12, and up to, I think, maybe 14, 15. Sure. I don't care. I don't care. I, I, I've done the Patronus. I've done the house quiz. So I could, at parties, when people go, oh, what's your Patronus? What's your house? What I can answer it. What parties are you going to where someone's asking, what's your Patronus? I go to a lot of parties where, right, actually, fuck you. You have <laughs> friends that are like mad obsessed with things that they weren't loving when they were a kid. That's just what people are. I'm just content your almost your entire net identity is based on things you love when you were a kid. Yeah. Mr. I watch Predator every Christmas. But I that, love that Indiana didn't come Jones. from being a kid. That came from being like early 20s, you know? Yeah, no. My point being, people... I'm just worried about the parties you're going to. My point being, people use, like, Harry Potter as, like, a... As a, a, a crutch uh, for their identity. A crutch for their identity, which is fine. I actually don't, It doesn't bother me that much. But personally, I don't give that much of a fuck about them. So when they introduced, when the Harry Potter films finished, I was like, cool, that was, I enjoyed them. That was eight movies. Good films, right? They get progressively darker as you grow up, as the characters grow up. I'm down for that. What are they going to do next? I'm always down for spitting off a, a, a known IP. I understand why they do it. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Ah, how interesting. A man who lives pre-Harry Potter times in the 1970s? Uh, no, it's pre-World War II, so it'll be like the 1930s. Is it? Well, because the, the... How se- old is Dumbledore? Well, old, I guess. Like hundreds of years old, yeah. Because in The Secrets of Dumbledore, they're leading up to like... Uh, him going all World War II scraggly beard are they I fucking missed all of that yeah I'm pretty sure like 1930s 1940s yeah okay I'm fucking way off I was just sorry because I know that Dumbledore Harry Potter went to Hogwarts in the 90s yes fuck okay anyway 
Anyway, a man who lives in the 1940s, 50s, whatever. 30s, 40s. Who's a who's a, a, a zoologist? Zoologist of the, the wizarding world, and he loves all things magical. And he's, and he's got a McGuffany suitcase that is endless. Yeah, you can go in. It's like a TARDIS. He's basically the Doctor Who. Yeah. If Doctor, if he's like a mixture of Doctor Doolittle, Doctor Who, and Doctor Magoo, all rolled into one. <laughs> and Doctor um, Quincy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what Dr. Quincy is a kid. It's a fucking old as shit That's reference. a real old as shit reference, Dr. Quincy. I don't think, I don't think Mr. Magoo was a doctor I was, either. I was going to say Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman, but then I went That's for Dr. One. Quincy Dr. Quincy. I, yeah, I got, I'm with you. Dr. Quinn. Um, yeah, he's like he's like Dr. Doolittle and Dr. Who rolled into one. And he decides, like, something... Fuck, this is... This, sorry, guys. This is me delving into the my, my deep... Deep memories of Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find, which I've not watched in years. But something gets let loose in America. Yeah. He's British. Mm-hmm. He has to go to America. Uh, and he's so, uh, ooh, I'm British. Ooh, yeah, he's very, ooh. Oh, he's autistic, isn't he? He's like. He's something. He's on the spectrum. He's, yeah, but I think I think it's he's he's autistic as well, which is just cool. I'm fine with that. But he goes to America and he has to meet up with the, the wizards there. The American wizard institution the ma- thing. No, and they don't call muggles... They call it MAGA. No, they don't call muggles muggles. They're called nomadges. Oh, there's so many weird choices. Sorry, there, I'm just getting annoyed and I'm going to try and temper it. But there are just so many things that piss me off. Oh, this is one where I'm going to let you loose. <laughs> and I'm just going to try and keep so some semblance. Of- he goes to America because he's looking for a creature. Now, yeah. let's just talk about this very quickly. All of that, so far, I'm on board for, all right? Sure, you're yeah. out of time, so you're not in modern-day wizard. You're not in... And, and and to be honest, I understand why, because the further back you go, the more it makes sense why people don't know what magic is, right? The, the further forwards in time you go, it makes less and less sense that we yeah. haven't found wizards. Because camera phones and CCTV... Like a million and reasons why, so I get it. Put it in, in the past, awesome. Give me characters that have nothing to do with Hogwarts. Check. Happy with that. Yep. Make them go and do something that is so far removed from Hogwarts, but is still in the wizarding world, and follows the pretense of the wizards live secret lives and have to stop them being found out by the muggles. All on board. I'm down for it. And that first half of that film was good, like, to my memory. You got Eddie Redmayne... Cutting about with a suitcase. About bumbling around. Chasing and after cute little... Puffing and puffing. Silly animals. Trying to find some big animal that's got loose and there's something wreaking and havoc. He's, he's doing, like, a sex call to the bull monster thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. And he's got a funny hat on. Isn't he funny? He's so quirky. Look at him, he's so quirky and funny. <laughs> so, so all that, I'm fine with it. I'm on board so far. Then... Because films can't just be these whimsical pieces of nonsense. They have to have dark motives and they have to tie into a greater universe. And it has to and have, have world-ending plots. world-ending fucking plots. Grindelwald from deep-cut Harry Potter lore. So if you've read the books, you know about Grindelwald, but only because Dumbledore... Oh, fucking whatever, man. It wasn't a big enough thing for me to even vaguely remember it. But he gets introduced to the fucking plot for some reason, and then it turns out that he's building a wizarding army, and it's the original dark seal wizards, and it all goes very fucking heavy and stressful. And, uh, and for me, this is because I, I think with the Eddie Redmayne like chasing the monster stuff, I'm like, this is good for a movie. This it is, is good, good for, for a movie. It's good for a movie, and I'm like, oh, this is again, it's quirky and it's fun. And he's got the silly little animals. He's got his fun little side cast. But then when it 
cuts to we're in the magic government and we're look at all the magic government stuff and yep. oh we've got these bad guys and oh she's running for office and we're doing the uh, the American magic office run for government thing and I was like I don't care the pro- okay. the problem is they they decided to emulate the, the 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 general story premise of Harry Potter and make it into a a magicing the the magic. I can't remember what it's called in universe, but it's the the original magic war. Mm. And rather than just tell a story about Eddie Redmayne hunting for magic things and keeping it hidden from the wizarding public, they just, they had to make it a fucking epic. They had to make it this, this magic war, this big bloated thing. And, And Grindelwald ends up being like magic Hitler, like the original magic Hitler. Yeah. More magic Hitler than snake magic Hitler was 100 years later. Yeah. Not even a hundred years, sixty years later. But it, but it's it's the um, it's what J.K. Rowling as a book writer is good as is good at, but not as a script writer. Being a big fucking turf, am I right? (laughs) There's all that stuff which we'll get to as well. Phil, Phil, I said J.K. Rowling good at being a big fucking turf, am I right? (laughs) Damn right. (laughs) Thank you. Yes, we'll get to that stuff. He's not even fucking listening. He's He's not on his phone. Doesn't pay attention to us anymore. Doesn't like us. Used to be our friend. He would have loved that if he was listening. He would have giggled. He would have like. He would have nodded and smiled and picked up the mic and been like said something without interjecting it. That was very humorous of you. Nah, it's too late. Now he's patronizing you. Yeah. yeah. What is this? What do you look? Does this bring you joy? It's a hot water bottle. Does it bring you joy? <laughs> it's not mine, so no. <laughs> Please stop throwing my joy. Away. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> Stay then. That, who's, what's her name? Marie Kondo. Marie Kondo. Okay. What are you even looking at? <laughs> uh, I'm texting my pals about the Oscars. You're They've testing your pals' texting. baby Oscars. I'm texting my pals about the Oscars. Oh, right. They just started a conversation, so I'm... Who? Your pals are here, in this room Yeah, we're you. having a conversation right here in front of you. We're family. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Good save. Wow. So, wait, let me sit forwards, because I feel like my energy's draining out my ass. It's, it's a case of the, the film <sighs> becomes plot and less... Um, it gets incredibly bloated in it becomes it becomes so up its own ass about the fucking magic war that it becomes uninteresting. It becomes so boring so quickly and it becomes about like oh these- And that's just film 1. That's film 1. <laughs> I, and when film 1 ended I was kind of like oh I'm not interested for in any of for this. more of that. And then here's this- and here's the thing. And here's the thing. Film 1 came and went and all my Harry, all the parties I was going to with all those Harry Potter girls Stop and, going and to boys, Harry Potter girl all parties. those parties I went to, not a single person who is a Harry Potter bona fide nut said yeah. to me, "Oh my god!" I never had this conversation. Wow, the Fantastic Beasts films are so good. I'm really excited to find out where the magic war went with Grindelwald and Dumbledore. Not a single fucking... Never have I heard that sentence until right now in this room. So, what did they do, Gavin? Well, what like, did they do? They're like, how do we get the kids' butts and the seats? <laughs> I know, we'll bring in Dumbledore! Yay! It's the classic thing you do. The first movie, you, you set up, oh, it's a new universe, and it's it's new characters and new stories. And either at the end, or in the teaser for the next one, they're like, hey, there's going to be a character coming back that you remember, and it's, that's your it's, reason. It's reading straight from the, the playbook of the Star Wars, or the George Lucas playbook. It Star is. Trek's even bad for it as well. They, they always bring Spock in. They're like, look, we've got Spock. I'm like, <laughs> stop bringing Spock Nimoy. into everything. Nimoy's here, man. Yeah, get old uh, Radar in. Who's Radar? Beep Boop. What's his face? Who's Beep Boop? What are you talking about? He's the... Data. Data. No, stop. <laughs> stop. 
Leave Dia alone. Bring him in. He's not doing anything. He was an Independence Day resurgence. Brent Spiner's doing enough. Brent Spiner. That's Brent Spiner's it. doing plenty. Get him in. For Picard season three, they're bringing the whole fucking crew back. That's how <laughs> desperate they are to make someone watch what, that. Is everyone coming back? Everyone's coming back. Shatner. No, from the Picard show. Oh, right. From Next Generation. That's what they should do. That would get me. I, I've never watched any of it. If they were like, we're bringing. I know, I know it's a different universe no, time and it doesn't the make same, any but sense. In canon, Shatner's dead because he died during the. Definitely bring him back then. Now I'm not going to watch Star Trek spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> he dies twice. Well, then they can definitely bring him back for a third fucking appearance. But no, he, they brought him back with the Nexus. What the fuck's the Nexus? But the Nexus is now gone, so you can't use the Nexus to bring him back. What was the Nexus in so the first just, place? They just unsimoniously, un- I can't say that word, buried him under some rocks on a rock. Because Soren, he tried to fight Soren. And what Soren, the fuck is a Soren? Soren dropped a bridge on him. How do you drop a bridge on oh, someone? Because he shot it with his gun. Oh, and then, fuck And me. then Kirk fell off and got thingied under the bridge. This sounds convoluted and unnecessary. Much like Fantastic Beasts. Ah, good segues. Yeah. Anyway, Fantastic Beasts 2. The Crimes of Grindelwald. Crimes of Grindelwald got announced, got Johnny released. Johnny Depp's in it. Yeah, uh, what happened? Uh, Colin Farrell was the original. So yeah, this is the weird one where now three actors have played the same character. Who was it first? Farrell? So Colin Farrell plays him the first one. But it was a it was, a, it was a ploy. It was actually it Johnny tur- Depp all along. And it along. turns out to be Johnny Depp who reveals himself at the end of the movie. He's in it for the second one, but then, of course, he went through the Amber whole Amber Johnny Depp's so then trial. Mads Mickelson plays him in the third Mads one. Mickelson, that's Then it. you've also got... It's kind of like the the Mr. Megorium's Wonder Emporium. It is kind of like that with, like... Um, Heath Ledger died, and then they got in... Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell and Johnny Depp. And Johnny Depp. And Mads Mickelson. No, they didn't get Mads Mickelson. Was it Johnny Depp and Colin No, it was Farrell? Colin Farrell, though. It was Colin Farrell. And I can't remember who else. Why is Colin Farrell always getting replaced man likes to work he's a good worker you know <laughs> but so the, so you have know, you say, seen mr mcgorham's wondering board i've seen it once that film sucked balls i mean the mid actor dies so really <laughs> fucking... do you remember what fair the crux play, do you remember play. what the crux of the film is no because it's a teddy Gilliam Mc, film so no one mr. does mr mcgorham's wondering Emporium. he has to hang himself the only bit of this film i remember he has to hang himself mr mcgorham has to hang himself in the wonder emporium i can't remember why i cannot remember any of the the pretense or the plot leading up to it but he has to hang himself and what he does is he swallows a metal tube hangs himself but he only half swallows it so the metal tubes in his neck pretends to die gets out of his contract or something hocks up the metal tube and he's like oh, see remember this metal tube from the first act saved my life do you know what's the thing about terry gilliam movies is that man he's a good director yeah he's an all right director <laughs> and he comes up with fun stories but the universe and the film industry just doesn't want him to do it and so they put everything in his way i and including of killing off his main actor because like the don quixote movie he was trying to make that for like did did you just yawn i thought audio boy just yawned in the middle of my story not be yawning mate this is fucking primo content. We're talking about... And you're getting it for free. We're talking about Terry Gilliam's Don Quixote, a movie you're trying to make for like 16 years. This fucking guy. This fucking loser over this here. fucking guy with Bet his... Bet he's never even seen Terry Gilliam's with Don Quixote. fucking widow's peak. Look at <laughs> Thinks he's cool. Oh my God. Why do you stay around for this? You know how many sets of teeth he has? <laughs> Open your mouth. Show him. <laughs> show, show him what you showed me in your bedroom have you, se- have you seen the movie monster trucks where, uh, it's, it's where, where, where 
Has it got the monster in the trucks? <laughs> Where the cars have actual monsters yeah. living inside. And you know when it opens its mouth and it's got like four rounds. That's what his mouth looks like. Yeah, he looks like the horrible. monster from Monster Trucks. But he can't drive and the monsters can. Oh, baby driver. He refer- he t- he does the line from Monsters Truck. I think Kevin Spacey. Monster Trucks came out after Baby Driver. So where does it no mean? Monsters Inc. Okay, did I say Monsters Truck or Monsters? You Inc.? said Monsters Truck. Which monsters are we talking about? Monsters Monster Truck. Yeah, and Mon- but Monsters Inc. is referenced in Baby Driver. No, wait, yes, it is. Wait, Monster. You know what I didn't understand in Baby Driver? Why does Kevin Spacey get a redemption arc? Because he's a, like a piece of shit the whole movie, and then right at the end he redeems himself and he becomes a good guy. But it's just, it's completely out of nowhere. It's I weird. Mean, it's almost like that movie wasn't well written because it is Edgar bad. Wright it's not, can't write. It's not the best written. It's a it's a fun romp, but it, it is it's not fun. A, but it's badly written. It's not a great. And the character arcs are dumb. This is why I don't listen. Why? It's just we're talking about it's a mess. No, it's not a mess. We're talking about we're talking about Fantastic Beasts. No, <laughs> we're like, talking about Star no, Trek. Teddy Gilliam's Don Quixote. Then Star the man Trek who killed Don Quixote. Star Trek. Fantastic Beasts. Must be Megodium's Wonder Emporium. Must be Megodium's Wonder Emporium. And then... Wait, the- where do we begin? <laughs> Fantastic Beasts. Fantastic Beasts. Sorry. All right. It's like Inception. We're back <laughs> on the top layer of the dream now. Back, <laughs> back up. We've had our kick. Watch you leave and he pushed me into a, bath, a bath of water and drowned me in it. <laughs> Drop a toaster in it. Drop a toaster in it. The second movie. <laughs> also not good. Third movie. Even worse. Second movie... Sega movie, here's my quick summary of this, and I will make this very quick. I don't remember a fucking thing that happened in it, I re- because Eddie Redmayne was there, Johnny Depp's a bad guy, and, 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 oh, and uh, Jude Law turns up as Dumbledore. Here's the problem, is because they bring in Dumbledore, they make... Um, they paint themselves into a corner. They make Eddie Redmayne's character, Newt Scamander, they make Newt Scamander irrelevant in his own franchise, so every time he's there doing anything, you're like... Why is he there yeah. doing anything? Yeah. And they've done the whole like, oh, Dumbledore can't get involved because they have a love pact. And if they break the love pact, he'll die. End of the third one, they're just like, shit, we really need to get Dumbledore into this. <laughs> Fuck the love pact off. He can now do it. Which took Eddie Redmayne's character from irrelevant to pointless. So now yep. he doesn't need to be in the franchise anymore. So why do we even begin with him in the first place? Why don't we just get fucking going with an actual character who's who makes sense to be involved and not a zoologist who's just like, oh, we'll throw in an animal. It's funny as well, in the in the pretense of the story of the Fantastic Beast movies, that Eddie Redmayne's character just kind of stumbles into the whole plot. Like well, he, he, he has no it. ties or connections to it. He just stumbles he, into he, it. He just like randomly bumps into Dumbledore at one point and Dumbledore's like, ah, oh, you're who I needed. Uh, is is he? Is Newt Scaramander the person you needed this entire time? What the? What, what, I feel what? like you are the person you needed. <laughs> and apparently, all you need to do to fuck off the love pact was to just defend a person from a laser shot, and then the love pact ends. Don't know. Oh, God, what we wanted to talk about realistically is how do we fix the franchise? So, Harry Potter is been and done. I have, we don't need no more Harry I have, Potter. I have two quick fixes. I got a quick fix. Three, maybe three. Okay. Number one, get rid of J.K. Rowling. She can't. Not was she writing the Fantastic Beasts films? She she was, she was the first time because uh, for the the original Harry Potter movies, a guy came in and adapted the books and the screenplays. Same guy, Christopher Columbus. No, a guy called David something or Stephen something. Letterman. Yes, David Letterman. He came in and he adapted the scripts for the movies. Yeah, and they did that and it worked fine. But this time round, J.K. Rowling was like. No, I'm going to write the scripts. This guy's not getting a look in. He got a look in for the third one because the first two didn't do so well. But yeah, she wrote the first two scripts okay. and wrote the treatment for all five scripts. 
turns out... Yeah, we meant to be five of those. It's going to be five movies. Oh, my God. And they announced that before the first one came out. Egg on their face. Mm-hmm. Or Harry Potter, like, egg on your face. Um, hippogriff egg. <laughs> yeah, hippogriff, uh, hippogriff egg on your face. Yeah. Uh, slugs in your mouth. Slugs in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but you're a See, cup. I'm listening. You're a cup now in the lake. <laughs> so beyond her, obviously... <laughs> Being a terrible person and saying terrible things about people trying to live their lives and not affect her in any way whatsoever, you dog shit human. She's also not good at writing scripts, apparently. So what a surprise! What a shock! She's more of a, a world builder than a storyteller. Yeah, uh, and you need someone if you're making a two-hour movie to really take all of that that bloated guff and trim it out yep. and make it into a streamlined movie. Yeah, and so that's why those first two movies are just muddled messes of nonsense. So. Quick fix, fix one. Fuck get rid off of JK, JK Rowling and bring in an actual screenwriter. Yeah. What's Quick Fix 2? Quick Fix 2. Stop casting actors who are problematic. Because <laughs> you have Ezra Miller John, <laughs> and Johnny Depp. So technically, you have three problematic people. You've got an anti trans hating uh, person in JK mm-hmm. Rowling. You've got Ezra Miller, who's a fucking wilder of all sorts of I, stuff. Ezra Miller. He's a mental case, and I have no real respect for the man. But, like, kudos to just living your life, like, just waking up one morning and being like, you know what I fancy being? An agent of chaos. Yes. And even though you are in the public limelight, continuing to live that and, way and with no regrets or disre- like, disregarding everything. Some massive movie franchises. It's crazy. Yeah, and then you've got Johnny Depp, who's obviously been accused of all sorts. He's been accused of one of the biggest... Uh, criminal trials of last year and he gotta be careful though depending depending on who's listening to this podcast you either agree or disagree with Johnny I'm taking a side on celebrities punting a bunch of millions around to each other I don't give a fuck (laughs) stop casting problematic people (laughs) in your big franchises Army Hammer you're out you're not in anything anymore you cannibal eating brick he didn't actually eat something did he I think he did (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that was what a crazy piece of celebrity news when that came out that was weird like have you seen the texts? Arnie Hammer's text was fucking crazy. Like, I don't care how fucking horny you decide to, to claim you were. You don't text someone, hey, you're so fucking hot. I'm so horny. Let me come round. I would like to fuck you and open you up and eat you because I'm that fucking horny. Where? Did you see the picture? I also feel like the, the picture they used to advertise it is like, he's got a crazy, like, his hair's all up, he's got a massage, and, they, and I'm like, could have chosen a nicer picture, at least for the cannibal man. But yeah, fix two is stop casting problematic people, because there's so many involved in that franchise now, just like, oh, that's, that's yeah. got to suck when you're like, you're Warner Brothers execs, and you wake up and like, what did Edward Miller do this? He walked into a, a bar in Australia and punched a woman and then held them all by gunpoint? Jesus, we're doing the Flash movie soon. Wait, wait, he did all that while he had a 14-year-old girl in his car outside? Why? (laughs) Why, Ezra? (laughs) And then, I mean, I guess the smart thing they did is at the end of the third one, they've written it so that they they can kill him off for the fourth one and not have him in it. I I don't remember why he's in it in the first place. um, He's the son of Dumbledore's brother. (sighs) Because remember Dumbledore's Who cares? brother? Exactly. Who actually cares? But at the end of the second one, they're like, oh, he's a Dumbledore. And you're I like, no, okay. Don't care. And at, don't the end of the, at the end of the third one, they're like, he's the son of not the Dumbledore you cared about. So he's even less relevant than before. Here's what I remember from those films. One, Eddie Redmayne is Doctor Doolittle type magic. Two, Doctor Quinn Medicine Woman. He's two. The second film happened. That's all I remember of that. 
three, there's a little creepy goat that apparently if it kneels at you, you're oh, the king. Yeah. Or the king of magics. You're the king of the magic world. You got a pure heart. But then there's a fake one, there's a little puppet goat that's yeah. been bastardized. Also, the go- the goat the goat that's, thing. Yeah. What? The oh, go- four. The fourth thing I remember, and this is fucking bad shit from the last Fantastic Beast film. They can just do any spell they want. Any spell you want that looks good on camera Whenever. is now a spell. Whenever. Don't have to say shit. Don't even have to pretend there's a spell that exists for it. Just fucking flick a man into a wall and he's trapped on the other side of the wall like it's a piece of glass. Freaking the fuck out. A man who is never seen to come out of that fucking wall. What a terrifying existence that man is fucking relegated to. It is mental, like, because that battle scene at the end of the third one, like you say... They don't say any words. They just kind of flick the wand. Yep. A noise happens. A beam of light comes out. And then that person is turned into six basketballs. And you're like, <laughs> okay, I guess he's now just six basketballs because you wanted that in the film. If I was going to cast a spell on someone to put them out of action um, without killing them, but also just to, I think the most terrifying thing I could come You'd up cup with. cup them. No. Well, well, cupping them is terrifying. Agreed. Yes. But no, better than that. If I was going to do it, I would transfigure you into a balloon, man. So you just float away until you can't no, float I don't want anymore. you floating. You're full of oxygen, but... Nitrogen. You're now made of... What? It's nitrogen if you want it to float, not oxygen. No, it's helium if you want it to float, oh, you I'm fucking... Not, is it not nitrogen? Bellend. I'm going to cut that. <laughs> <laughs> I would tell you to balloon. Imagine, like, coming at me with your, your wand and then... Bloop, you're just made of rubber and you can feel your insides slowly leaking out of you. And you're, and I'm like, right, I'm off to go kill Dumbledore. Don't move. Ah, ah. Also, don't touch anything because if you pop, <laughs> you're fucked. That's it, mate. You're a balloon now. And then I'm yeah, off. And then what they do after yeah. that <laughs> is you, you've got the little kneeling goat that chooses the king. But the problem is the kneeling goat walks up to Dumbledore, kneels, and he goes, no thanks. I don't want to be the king. So it wanders off and kneels in front of someone else. It's, so clearly the whole kneeling thing is pointless. What's so good about that? What's so good about that is if like, how many people, how many people have to say no to the goat until the goat's like, and goes back to Dumbledore. And then you're like, Oh, I think that goat just kneels. I don't think it means anything. It means it's, just, it's just something that animal does when there's a lot of people around. Like, oh, it turns out... If, I guess we put a lot of stock on a bunch of random fucking nonsense. If you eat four <laughs> cloves of garlic before the deer walks up, it will kneel before you. <laughs> ah! Right, well, this is turning into how fucking shit is the, the Fantastic B series. How do we fix it outside of your quick fixes? Quick fixes, yeah. Here's how, for me, here's how you fix... And this is a bit of a boilerplate because it would also fix the Star Wars universe as well. So you can take this from most franchises that have run themselves into death. But it's Harry Potter really very... All of them at this point. Harry Potter specifically, right? Here's what you do for me. Fuck off everything to do with Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Don't call it Harry Potter or anything. Maybe call it uh, I, the Wizarding World. I think that's what they go by now. Yeah. That's the overarching... Cool. I'm fine with that. I like that. The Wizarding, Wizarding World story. The Wizarding World... Oh, yeah. Wizarding World story. The Wizarding World presents a Wizarding World tail whatever then do not <laughs> do not tell me five movies are coming in this particular franchise no a wizarding world tale we are going to give you an hour and a half two hours maximum of anything in the was here's a couple of quick ideas gringotts bank heist yes we've talked about this one before and i love fucking this one. dynamite 
a sports movie, but Quidditch is the focus. It's people like, love sports films. Yeah. We've got the longest yard. We've got Rush. We've got Ford versus McLaren. I love that you went for the longest yard as your opening salvo for fucking sports movies. Field of Dreams. I was gonna. You couldn't. I don't know why Longest Yard came out first. All, all, mean obviously, Machine. Obviously, you start with Field of Dreams and like do Field of Dreams, but for Quidditch. <laughs> that's it. You make that's your Oscar-winning movie right there. Ford versus Ferrari. Or Le Mans 66. Give me that. I would fucking love that film, but for broomsticks. Holy shit. Little goblins. How about we got you the broomstick 4,000? I call it Nimbus. Yeah. Ah. Ah. People love sports films. Give me a Quidditch sports movie. Give me d- Death Race, but it's... Qu- it's uh, Broomstick racing and people have got like they can fire spells. Underground broomstick racing. <laughs> yes. It's like Mario Kart but broomstick racing. But, like and you throw are, bananas in people's faces. There are a million ideas that you could do because all you need to do all you need to do to fix your fucking bloated shitty universe is take any one of the millions of preset movies that exist. In fact, just rip off any movie that did very well in the do, over the last 100 years of cinema. Do Heat, but in Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> do Point Break, but with Harry Potter. And like, again, it's... Take them, do Planet of the Fucking Apes, but put magic <laughs> in it. I don't care. Whatever you do, do not make those apes descendants of Dumbledore or Potter or Weasley or Granger or Malfoy. I don't give a fuck. Just no. give me the film. I want to see Planet of the Weasleys. No, go ahead. Malfoy is the protagonist he goes back in time there's just ginger kids everywhere and he's like those goddamn dirty Weasleys Ah!" yeah I'd watch that I like how many of our ideas just involve broomsticks (laughs) also Planet of the Apes instead of apes what is the what is Planet of the Weasleys (laughs) no you can't Planet of the Centaurs, for fuck's sake. There yeah. you go. Right. Bosh. I'll take that. And you in, know when a centaur's born? And at born. the end of the movie, instead of the Statue of Liberty, it's the Statue of um, McGonagall. No, at the end of the movie, it's the, it's the Statue of Liberty, but it's, but it's a centaur. It's got a horse body. It, it, it's written for you, Gavin. Why are you fucking it up? That is great, to be fair. <laughs> oh. Oh. It, I'm just... It, like, you don't... The, the, the trick is you don't need to do anything to fix the universe because the universe is interesting. It exists. The reason people use it as an identity crutch is because it's comforting and it's warm and it's kind of simple, but it's fun and people like it. So don't change the universe. Just tell me stories in the universe that have nothing to do with the preset characters. Give me new characters. Because if you think about it, they'd already done that where they're like, we're going to do the Wizarding World but we're just doing it at a high school. Yeah. And that's it. And we did it at the high school. We had the high school story and the rest of the world was a bit... And then Fantastic Beasts is just like, here's the entire wizarding world. Literally, you're just like, this is too much. It's, it was it's too, too much. Because the, the film, the first film with Eddie Redmayne, just give me him searching for animals. Like that, I would have been more than happy for an hour and a half, like a cool, breezy hour and a half runtime of him just rounding up some animals and trying to get... And actually... Because I think they they focus too much on like oh the magic the magic governor race or the magic police yeah. are all here the auras fuck all that off him actively avoiding the American police system there you go there's your movie because you can just the do- good old fashioned Muggle or sorry no Madge 
police system in the US of A. You can, you can literally just do... He's out there looking for a unicorn-type animal, and there's poachers. And that's it. That's a fucking good film. And there's poachers. That's, that, that's all we need. We don't need for then any red men to wander in to the American magic government, and then immediately the movie be like, he's irrelevant. Because <laughs> we have the American magic government. We have this whole fucking race going on. Don't, oh, need, don't need the weird kidney suitcase oh, anymore. There's just so many things. Give me a movie of a, of a, of a, of a scientist, a wizard scientist, who's trying to blend science and magic. Give me an hour and a half of that. Or give give us a movie of a scientist discovering the wizarding world and then like exploding whatever that might be. Absolutely, give me anything, anything. Gringotts Bank idea is a fucking stonker. I think the Gringotts stonker. Bank one is my favorite idea we came up with, which is literally just there's a thing Gringotts Bank that someone needs. Let's get together a quirky team of uh, bank heist people. Like yep. they have their expert and and the beautiful thing have- the beautiful thing about it is you follow the heist format. So you have you got like, your safe cracker. Fuck, you follow yeah your Ocean's Eleven right. You've yeah. got you've got your Danny Ocean. Call him Danny Potion. <laughs> Holy fuck! It's writing itself, boys. Danny Potion. Yeah, potion. And he potion needs. To- <laughs> he has to get uh, the fucking family cauldron out of Gringotts Bank because it's been pilfered from him. Whatever. I so- want. Here's what I want. I want us to do the Potions Eleven movie, but we literally just take the entire cast of Potions <laughs> Eleven and make them get into Gringotts Bank. Don Cheadle's doing his weird, like English accent. All right, there, me governor. And you get what Casey. Do you mean he got a dragon down there. <laughs> you get Casey Affleck back. You get fucking Brad Pitt. You've got the little Chinese guy doing the flips. It's a re- done. It's done. But just yeah, do like, Ocean's Eleven, but Gringotts Bank. So you, so you, but like the, the, the thing is, you like I said, you follow the highest format, and then you have Danny Potion going through, it and, he, and and him, you have the whole like his his whiteboard, and then him going through like, right, what I need is I need a I need a potions guy, I need a charms expert, because you in a heist you need the you need the wheel guy, you need the weapons, you yeah. need the the safe cracker, all of those things you need. You still need them. Just throw in a fucking magic nonsense word, and boom, there's your movie. And we'll get Guy Ritchie to direct it. He loves a wee perfect fucking heist thing. Stick a fucking dragon down there. Yeah, have a whole like like they kind of did it with Philosopher's Stone, like the. The end of that movie where they're trying to break into the mirror of Ares said. I mean, they also did it. In, give me that, but with grown ups. They also did it in Deathly Hallows Part One where they break into Gringotts. Yeah, actually. That's, that's a less better, fun, though. That's a better example. I feel like, no, no, but it's not. Uh, I mean, it's literally what we're talking no, about. No, I know, but in in Deathly Hallows Part One, a bunch of children break into a bank, so it's clearly fucking shit. And it's also very dimly lit and grim to look at. What's better is when they're trying to get into the philosopher's stone they have to do all those crazy puzzles and shit yeah, like a chess game fucking fight a, well they've got to put a massive dog to sleep and then a chess game and then find the key like basically the crystal maze here's another one of my quick fixes that i just Ow. i just remembered there because of deathly hours just because david yates directed the ones that made the most money don't make him the director of your new franchise films he is a bleak fucking man <laughs> like he like the fantastic piece when you look at that the first one it should be Bright and colourful and exciting. Yeah, that is another thing. Those Potter. movies are so fucking grey so and miserable looking. And grim to look at. The world building, like the little world building touches that the, the the production team will put in there. I love that. The set design and the little props, mm-hmm. great. But David Yates is a grim director. He He's the guy you bring in for Deathly Hallows or... Um, the, the grim movies. Like, the, the darker, when it's got more dark movies. And it's scary and Voldemort's about to win. 
great. When you're starting off your Fantastic Beats franchise, don't start off grey, miserable, and uh, like I get it's supposed to be the the thirties and forties, <clears> and it's New York, and it, but no, you want light and levity and fun. Here's an idea, another one, another another quick idea for you out there, Warner Brothers, American Pie at the <laughs> at the Hogwarts school, the American equivalent. What's it called? Uh, I can't even remember. It's not Inverary. I know America doesn't have a school. Anyway, do that. Or like, I know that's a bit fucking on the nose. It's obviously stupid. But just like a slice of life romance movie about some like and nothing says romance like American Pie. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like like There's a slice a scene of where life. You go down into um, any red man's suitcase and he's just in there fucking <laughs> a pie. You're like, what the fuck? As the animals watch on <laughs> romance movie set in the in a in a wizarding place where it's the fucking I don't know the teachers and 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 it's just. It's a lot slower. Like, when you know, Harry met Ginny. <laughs> an, an easy one would be you've got uh, the the girl or the, the person's in it's a, a wizard and she falls in love with a muggle and she try, or they try to bring the other person into know. the wizarding world and hijinks ensue. Hijinks ensue. Because he doesn't understand how the wizarding thing works. And then she goes, or sorry, they go to the, the, the muggle world and it's just like, oh, what's this, a toaster? I don't get it. See, I'm all for that, much more than what we got, but that's already, for me, too, like, that's too twee. What I want is... But you can but do like, all this, of that, though. You can do everything. You can do anything Richard that's Carter's better than what we got. Richard Carter's can direct the, the, the little twee, schlocky <laughs> romance one. But, like, I, for my romance idea, it's literally, like, a teacher at a wizarding school, and it's there kind of, like, day-to-day... Like, much slower paced. Like, you have the... Oh, yeah. I don't know. I've said it. You know what? You get what I'm saying. I've said enough about it. I'm kind of running out of steam here. Just stop tying characters to other characters. Yeah. The, the end of the day, that is the biggest fucking takeaway from this. If you have a well-known IP, good. Great. I don't want you to stop. I don't want you to... I, this isn't a message of stop making movies in well-known IPs. Because That's, I get it. Yeah. You need They're to a license it. to print money. I understand why you want to do it. What you should be doing, though, is what, like Star Wars did with The Mandalorian Season 1, and like you should be doing with Harry Potter and Transformers and... Why Transformers? Well, like, name any fucking franchise that we have at the moment. Marvel, like, stop giving me the same things. Give me movies that are outside the normal remit in those universes, because your universes are interesting. You're fucking overdone formulas are it is, boring it is incredible because like we talked about there have been this fantastic uh, line of movies and it's fascinating that they dropped the ball on this like with everything we've just talked about and the unlimited potential they have for a universe like that how do you drop the ball this bad yeah like outside of <gasps> the actors you cast and the people who write it which I think played a big factor in why people yeah, why it's a bad film. But it's also, you you built a boring, drab, yeah. uninteresting world with characters who just don't work for the story you're trying to tell. Here's an idea, because obviously superheroes are the hot thing at the moment and will be for the next, like, seven odd years. Until I die. A, a film set in the wizarding world yeah. of a magic user who uses his magic to pretend he's a superhero in the muggle world. There you go. I like that. That's fucking... Why That's are we so good at this and they're not? <laughs> All right. I think we're done. Are we done? You got anything else to say, Gav? Are you happy with that? Um, oh, yeah. Star Trek. Stop putting Spock in things. <laughs> Just stop putting Spock in things. I don't... Like, <gasps> Spock's coming back. I don't care. Stop bring back Spock William Shatner. No, don't bring back Bring back William Shatner. Bring no. back the Nexus. Bring back all of them. Bring back... 
Welchy from the Futurama episode. One, stop talking about Welchy, and two, the Nexus technically couldn't come back because they got rid of it. So Welchy's the best character no in Welchie, all of Star no Trek. No Nexus, no William Shatner. I like when the cloud electrocutes Welchy and he screams. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for listening to what has been true, unadulterated chaos. I hope we were uh, entertaining and helpful in any way whatsoever. It's been a while since we meandered. That was like some... We've done some peak meandering today. Should we shit on Audio Boy a wee bit more? Or we think we've got enough of that out? If you're going to do another uh, Fantastic Beasts film, make sure you call it Fantastic Beasts IV and switch to Roman numerals because that's... <laughs> call back to the last episode. That's kind of the vibe you're, you're putting you out right now. tell we recorded these two episodes back to back? No, we haven't. I'm just remembering from weeks ago when we recorded the last episode. Uh, you can't remember what you had for dinner last night, let alone what we recorded weeks ago. He's making a face right now because he legitimately cannot remember he's it thinking. and he's trying hard. I assume you've made it. No. Hannah oh, probably made yeah. it. It was Monday. <gasps> oh, oh, lift oh. Up, leftover Chinese. Oh, so you didn't make anything? Yeah, we reheated it. That doesn't count. Yes, it does. Anyway. Mr. Culinary Expert. <laughs> <laughs> what are you having for dinner tonight, shit? I don't know. Uh, thank you for listening to me. I don't know why podcast. I turned it into a bob from the N64 <laughs> Mario game. Head us up on social media. Twitter, at MeanderingPod. Uh, MeanderingMoviePodcast at gmail.com. There's a Facebook and there's an Instagram. Uh, leave us a five-star review on Spotify. And um, remember to like me. Oh, he's coming over to me. <coughs> yeah, I thought he might realise uh, he can just cut that microphone. <laughs> if it's on your mic, he has to use it too. Bye, everyone. Bye. Music is life. Bye. It's me, Adderin Movies. It's me, Adderin Movies. It's me, Adderin Movies. So, won't you lend an ear?